Hi everyone, this is Mira. This is Ankit. And today we have Sankalp with us. And uh, Ankit, do you want to introduce him? Because I know you guys are friends. Yeah, so I'm really excited about having Sankalp here today. Sankalp is a freshman at Sacramento State and he's pursuing a degree in communication studies. He's also a host for a podcast called Brown Boy Theory. I recommend checking it out. They talk about world news, tips for students, and they post every Tuesday. So check them out as well. Um, he's also an amazing writer and has already published collections of his poems. And he's only 18. I've had the pleasure of meeting Sankalp through his brother Sartak, who's extremely talented as well. And he's also one of my best friends. Sankalp has achieved a lot at a very young age. And I'm extremely excited to, and proud to get the conversation started with him. So I think the first question would be honestly, what made you even pursue communications uh, as a major for yourself? So communication, it was, it was a different kind of path. Uh, growing up, not in necessarily an elementary, but in middle school and high school, the schools I went to, everyone there was wanting to do the classic traditional stereotypical route of business, uh, science, pre-med, or law. I was also set on that path but in high school I kind of realized I, I just I'm not interested in those fields I, I would not enjoy working there so I did something that I enjoy which is communicating and I found public relations in my junior year as a major so I decided to go into college pursuing that yeah that's really awesome I think it's always admirable when you kind of stray off the path um, but you're, you're so young and you've achieved so much. And I would love to hear about like your influences and inspirations that you've had so far. Yeah. So thank you for that. But, um, my influences, I would have to say, to be very honest, there's two different types when it comes to just me as a person, I have my, my mom, my dad, and my brother mm -hmm. all for, for different reasons. They all portray strength and hard work to me. Uh, when it comes to something like the creative process or writing, my biggest influence, to be honest, is uh, Tupac Shakur, who is a rapper. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys who are listening have heard of him or listened to him, but I, I'm a huge, huge fan of his. I actually don't read poetry at all, uh, which is odd because I write poetry, but I don't read any. I've only read Tupac's poetry in my entire life. The only collection I have of poetry is of his. It just it's it influenced me to go out on my own and uh, create messages through that. Yeah, that's awesome. Very symbolic. I like that. Even as Sankalp said, I think I've had the pleasure of meeting his family and mm -hmm. I've had the opportunity to visit them before COVID had started. And I think whenever I went there, it always just felt like home. They're all super welcoming. And I worked with Sartak because he was my co-captain for Zamana. And I can definitely see what he means by like the work ethic. Both like he and Sankalp have like such hardworking work ethics, which is really rare to find nowadays. Mm -hmm. And the dedications, like I think it can definitely be seen with the work mm -hmm. they put in with like let's say school, Zamana. And even if you listen to the podcast, they have put in a lot of work for it. And I highly recommend checking it out. Mm -hmm. um, so I think kind of similar what I was talking to. Uh, something which Sankalp and I bonded over was graduating. Mm -hmm. He graduated high school during a pandemic, and I graduated with uh, during with in, uh, undergrad with the, during a pandemic. So mm -hmm. I think, but you you not only graduated, you also started college during a pandemic, despite it being fully remote. 
but you still kept yourself like super involved i saw that you joined the uh, public relations students society of america in your college and you're also the communication coordinator for it can you talk about how you kind of just kept yourself involved and active even with the pandemic going on both in and outside of school yeah so in high school if i'm going to be very honest from freshman year to the about 3 quarters into junior year i was i was not a good student i'm just going to be very honest i was uh i was for me doing the bare minimum to pass a class was also a lot of work i i just wasn't motivated i didn't have any anything pushing me to do good as a student but then i found something that you know public relations a uh, major that i would be interested in which was an influence to me which was a motivation for me and i i decided to use that to go on as an individual and uh, pursue public relations so changing my life to uh to actually having a goal in life was something really big and then the fact that i finally made it to the end of high school just to not walk the stage with the pandemic that was a that was a pretty big like hit to be very honest and i'm sure you guys can agree with that um mir i'm not sure if you uh like if you were able to graduate with the pandemic or uh, yes i actually graduated a couple of years ago so i didn't have to go through that but i think with this program it might be a little devastating if i can't walk <laughs> yeah so it's it's a definitely like a big hit to not be able to walk cuz i i know that's a very significant moment in someone's life yeah especially if you're like just like figured it out and you know like you're so proud of yourself and you want to walk so i could definitely like sympathize with that yeah i think even with the undergrad it it, it it hit like we knew that it was coming mm-hmm. but like it just when it just like all became real it definitely hit mhm so yeah that it was just a big hit but it kind of it it pushed me more i um i saw that okay i can i i wasn't able to be who i wanted to be throughout all of high school so now i know what i'm going to be throughout college and i i found the route that i wanted to take and i've been uh been taking that route it's um it's really fun being communications coordinator of PSSA at Sac State i uh, i get to go into different classes and promote our our club uh which is weird because most of the classes i go into they're all advanced levels so they're all juniors and seniors and oh. there i am a freshman giving them career <laughs> advice um but it it's a little weird what about what about you guys how is this like pandemic been for school for school life for you guys i think it's been really interesting cuz i mean i personally feel like it's been a little bit easier for school for me i'm like very introverted and i get i have a lot of social anxiety so it's actually helped me communicate with people better just cuz there's like that that the thing is not there where you're face to face with somebody but um I, I think it's been all right personally especially cuz like i haven't been in school in like 2 years so i think if it was in person i would be a lot more stressed than i am now maybe mm-hmm. uh, for me personally i would say that it has been a little bit difficult in the sense that because i never felt like i graduated as such because i went directly from grad like undergrad to grad so it just feels like it's a continuation of it um it would have i i think it is a different experience in grad school that i do not know anyone i had a comfort level with the people i did knew in undergrad so kind of just like starting all over but you don't have that much time as such because the program just like a one year program 
so i think that that's been a little bit overwhelming and also like our program has a lot of experienced individuals and i not necessarily have the work experience to match that but it's kind of like it kind of i just have to keep reminding myself that okay like we're all kind of in the same place like place at the moment because we're all in the program we might have different work experience but like i think to sankalp's point like what he said also is like you're not going to be the same person which you were like a year ago because the pandemic definitely has changed us a lot in both positive and negative ways definitely we learned a lot with kind of being more safer we kind of seeing who's being more empathetic and who's not being more empathetic so i think yeah but the pandemic's also brought about like a lot of topics about religion and race which people weren't necessarily comfortable talking about earlier um especially with race with the black lives matters movement last year and you guys uh, talk about those things on your podcast um i know i was nervous about starting a podcast and putting my opinion out there so can you talk about like how you got the podcast started and why it was so important for you to talk about these things yeah so our podcast is brown boys theory we like to discuss our culture's opinions and our culture's viewpoints and just the brown culture in general i'm sure you guys can agree to this or have some experience with this but there's a lot of very taboo topics agreed in our culture that oh you shouldn't talk about this you shouldn't talk about that this is bad that's bad um and i feel like that just stunts uh an individual's growth mm-hmm. um whether it's race religion or just basic uh human rights for for people mm-hmm. so what we wanted to do was we wanted to take take the step and talk about stuff like that for example a lot of our guests that we have are individuals that have experience and can educate us one episode we recently recorded was with a um a very talented individual who is um very well versed with uh like women's equality and body image stuff like that so what we want to do is we want to put use our our um, our tools to give everyone a opportunity to speak Right. and an opportunity to express themselves so that we can educate others and ourselves also. So what what was motivation for that was just the fact that for Black Lives Matter for that movement um we haven't necessarily discussed that as much as we've discussed more of uh just problems that we've seen in the brown community. Mm-hmm. So motivation for that was more just our lives that we've experienced uh, our family's lives that we've heard about um yeah kind of like just that stuff what about you guys what pushed you to get the podcast going well, i just want to say i think that the podcast that you're on it's it seems like a really good outlet like i'm excited to listen to it i i think there needs to be more people who talk about especially like since we're all brown like in the brown community all these issues that need to be addressed like you were saying but nobody talks about it so i really I really like that you're doing that. Thank you. And the fact that you guys are I mean you guys are both you and your co-host are like 18 at the moment and you guys are talking about things which people who are much older than you are very uncomfortable talking about and it kind of just uh kind of pushes the envelope more that the future generation will be a bit more open to talking about it and hopefully our children will also be more privy to what's going on around us and kind of spread more awareness and hopefully it's not a stigma by then. Mm-hmm. yeah actually i'm extremely like i love listening to the podcast and i think uh i'm looking forward to f- future episodes as well thank you thank you yeah i guess as far as our podcast goes 
Ankit actually came up with the idea and he reached out to me and I was very flattered, but I'm like really excited because I think this could be really useful for people who are just kind of trying to find their way. Like you mentioned earlier, you're just finding your way. And like, I think I'm hoping that this will help people as well, like listening from you and other guests about how they kind of got to where they are. So that I, I think that's like one of our motivations is just helping people who are, you know, trying to find their path or learning from other people. And honestly, I think when I saw you kind of starting the podcast, I always wanted to do a podcast because I love listening to podcasts, especially during the pandemic. I listen to po- like, uh, you know, the Spotify Rewind, like the Spotify tells you like how much you heard in a year. I about mm-hmm. I, uh, I was listening to a podcast about like just um, like culture, society and culture. And apparently on June 11th or something, I heard 11 episodes in one day. And that's about like 11 hours of like just wow. So I was like, I always kind of just wanted to go into that, but I was always scared of kind of putting my opinion out there. And I say, I, I saw you and your co-host do it. It kind of gave me like, okay, a familiar face is doing it as well. And I reached out to you for advice as well before we started all of this. And you did like give us advice about a lot of things, which is being really helped. Like you should, we're still using it till date. So I think that was something which will I'm excited about as well. Yeah. Just one quick uh, little note about you guys' podcast is one thing that I really enjoy is how you guys have been open to speaking about switching your majors, which is something that I think is really important to tell people about, how you guys are encouraging following what you truly enjoy, um, just because it's it's not something that's very often spoken out in public about. From what I've seen, it's just not very common that people are like, oh, if you don't like something, you can change your major. Yeah. People right. are just like, oh, it's okay, you follow, follow what you want. So I really want to, I really, I'm really glad that you guys talked about that and encouraged that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy that, you know, you, you appreciated that earlier. I wanted to say like when you were talking about how you, you weren't doing as well in high school until you found something that you liked, I totally relate to that. And cause for me as well, when I started college, I was miserable because what I was doing, I was just like, I don't want to do this until I found something I liked. So I'm, I'm really appreciate that you mentioned that that kind of helps. So kind of what we're trying to do so yeah so now communication isn't just necessarily like talking it's a lot of other things as well and i think which we, we spoke about it a bit earlier it's also about writing and i think you spoke about your collection of poems earlier now sankalp has written some beautiful poems which can be found in the books which will be linked in our description um the books are strength in color which is co-written with some other talented writers and also straight from the heart which is a book entirely written by him can you talk about like how you came to write these books and how you came to publishing them already, like at right now itself? Mm-hmm. So my the first book I wrote was um, Straight from the Heart. And that was just uh, in, in 10th grade, I wrote my very first poem for an English class. And my teacher really liked it. He told me I had, uh, I had some good talent. And so in 12th grade, I took a creative writing class and in there, we were just, we had to write a lot of poetry. And I did, I wrote a lot of poetry. And my teacher told me that it was, it was, um, it was good. He, he kind of encouraged me. So if, if he's ever going to hear this, shout out to Mr. Carmona. But uh, he encouraged me to go through and write a book and publish uh, a collection of my poetry. So I, uh, I did that. And in May of 2020, is when I published Straight from the Heart. Mm-hmm. So my goal, my main goal after I found out that I could write and self-publish my own book 
was to have one done before the end of high school. So I was able to, I was able to complete that. Um, and then when it comes to strength and color, strength and color was written in, in around September of 2020. And this was basically my, my response to, or my way of supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. I wasn't able to go to any protests or anything due to COVID. Um, but I just, I, I knew I had to do something. I knew I had to help um, because a lot of my friends have gone through stuff like that. They've uh, experienced stuff like that. I just, people I consider like my family even have gone through um, experiences of those such. And dealing with racism, racism is something that I feel like a lot of people deal with. They just, in sense, in some sense, they don't even know that they're dealing with racism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's become very normalized in a sense. So I wanted to speak out and I wanted to do something to support my brothers and sisters that were fighting for their life in the, in the movement. So I got together with some extremely, extremely talented poets from my high school. And I had, I asked them to send some poetry to me because I was just going to put, put um, a collection together an anthology together. So I was able to do that. And we published around September and um, it, it got some really good reviews. It, within the first day of release, we were able to make it to Amazon's uh, top six in poetic anthologies. Wow. Um, so that was really cool to see. And then uh, one thing I'm doing with this is all the proceeds that come from this book, from Strength and Color, I'm donating to charities supporting the Black Lives Matter Foundation and the NAACP. So that's my way, that's what I wanted to do to, to support um, because I, I knew I couldn't go to any protests. I couldn't do anything in person. And for some reason, just the like reposting and sharing on Instagram, which is like spreading awareness. For some reason, I just, I didn't feel like I was doing enough. So I wanted to go out and do more. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Very inspirational. I, I, again, I keep saying like, I really liked everything you're saying basically but I think it's awesome that you're kind of providing this outlet and put like you said posting on Instagram doesn't just it doesn't really feel like you're doing anything so it's awesome that you kind of put that together and released it thank you yeah I highly recommend checking it out we'll be putting the Amazon link for the thing um, in our description Uh, as he said the proceeds go to charities which support the Black Lives Matter movement so please definitely have a look at it and buy it and leave a review if you can yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of going into like poetry, um, I guess, what kind of advice would you have for aspiring writers and poets that are trying to get their work out there or even just looking for inspiration in writing? So one thing I do in, in my poetry is I, um, I don't like writing very uh, big word poetry. Like, I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to be very blunt. I'm not very well-versed with those type of poems mm. I um like in high school we used to read poetry by all these great authors and I just I would not understand <laughs> a single thing same yeah <laughs> it's just I couldn't understand any I just wouldn't comprehend it I like to keep my poems very simple very like in layman's terms mm. and I just want it to be something that someone can read and relate to so mm-hmm. I use a lot of stories that I've experienced stories that I've seen um or stories that I've heard from from one of my friends or my family members, 
and I want to just make it some like relatable. So to all, if, if you're an aspiring writer, if you're interested in writing, I would, the biggest piece of advice I could give you would be to stay true to yourself um, because you're, you're not writing for someone else. You're writing for you. Uh, writing is a way of expressing yourself. And if you're writing for someone else, you're not expressing yourself. You're expressing someone else. That's not, that's not what you want to do. Agreed. So, which is, which is why I really enjoy this podcast also, because you guys are expressing yourself. You guys are giving advice to other people. It's just, it's a great way of communication. It's a great positive impact that you're making on the world. So uh, yeah, thank you guys for making this, honestly. Well, thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah. I think another question which I have is that, so we hopefully the pandemic isn't going to last for too long now with the vaccinations and stuff coming out and the cases are going down everywhere in the world. Uh, but in the worst of the worst case, let's say the pandemic is still there next year and people like they're going to be incoming freshmen in the class of like 2025 now? Yeah. Yeah, so class of 2025 when they in like when they're incoming freshmen. So do you have any advice for them when they start college? Because you started in the middle of the pandemic as well. Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, basically, I would say to be open to meeting people mm -hmm. and um, don't be afraid to make the first move to meet someone. Okay. I think uh, with this pandemic, a lot of people have just become like, "Oh, it's okay. I don't. I just don't have to talk to anyone." Which is, yes, you don't necessarily have to talk to anyone, but there's also no harm in, uh, in meeting people because if, if you're going through a tough time, someone else is also probably going through a tough time. So more than anything, you can just provide a, you can be a good friend to someone and uh, provide a listening ear to someone for their problems. Because uh, this is a very, very tough time for everyone. So... If, if you are an incoming freshman coming into, into college during a pandemic, the biggest piece of advice I would give you is to just be open and uh, try to meet people. I think we mentioned it in our first episode, but I've never met Mira in person and we're still doing this yeah. podcast together. So wow. it's, it's definitely, definitely being open is a huge factor. And I would um, kind of just attending even the virtual events, people saying it's like, oh, it's virtual, so we should not attend or attend those virtual events. I think you can definitely make good friends. That's actually how I met Mita during one of our, um, yeah. I think we had like this breakout room yeah. set. It was like an event or something. And that's like where I started talking to her as well. Yeah, I also want to say like, I feel like people don't think those uh, events are useful again, because it's online, but actually you can learn a lot and meet so many people. And personally, I think it's easier that way to meet people also, yeah. like I was saying earlier. So I agree, like definitely be open to meeting people, even if it's on Zoom. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So uh, where can our listeners find you and what would be the best way to reach out to you if they have any more questions for you? So my, the best way is probably uh, reaching out to me on Instagram. Uh, my username is uh, Sankalp, S-A-N-K-A-L-P underscore Shwarma, which is a nickname I got in high school, but it's a take on my last name. So Shwarma spelled S-H-W-A-R-M-A. That's, uh, that's probably the best way to find me. Um, I tend to respond pretty decently quick uh, or in time, especially with being at home there's not much to do <laughs> so uh yeah no that's the that's the best way to find me 
we'll link it in the description as well so you can probably if you have any questions you can uh, feel free to reach out to them we'll also link uh, brown boys theory so please do give it a listen uh, they're on both youtube and spotify yeah thank you for being here again sakal i always love talking to you thank you for having me thank you so much it was really nice to meet you it was also great to meet you thanks for listening everyone thank you bye bye, bye.